2: your travel insurance
0: and prepare for takeoff
1: hello fellow travelers hey
0: squadies
1: welcome to this week's episode of the travel squad podcast Today, we're taking a beach vacation and sharing some
0: of the best beaches America has to offer. Summer is right around the corner, and who doesn't love a good beach day? Everyone except for Jamal. Well,
2: that's not necessarily true. I like the beach. I just need to be... In the right beach location
0: <laughs> but soaking your feet in the warm sand taking in the sound of the waves crashing onto the beach breathing in that salty ocean air i mean it's amazing i just can't wait to dive into this list of beaches and they're all within the u.s and i'm so excited to go over this with you squatties.
2: in this episode we're going to take you from coast to coast the pacific to the atlantic even a couple island beach locations also and we're gonna throw in a curveball and we're gonna hit you with a lakefront beach location just as well. So, curveball coming up for you guys on that one. It is a beach nonetheless, that is for sure. So, let's let this episode inspire all of us to get ready for an amazing upcoming summer in the sun and in the water. At some of these amazing American beach locations. Fabulous.
1: Let's get started with the tips. We always start with the tip. First tip, you're going to a beach. Pack sunscreen, pack a hat, pack cover-ups. I always forget a hat when I go to the beach. Yeah. When I'm laying by the pool and I remember it at the exact moment I'm laying down in the sun is beating on my eyes. <laughs> it's
2: like that nice little refresher <laughs> like I fucked up. I should have brought a hat. Yep. So definitely do bring the hat. You know, my go-to on that situation is if I'm laying on the sand on a towel, I'll take the head of the towel and kind of like fold it over like half of my face right there. Kind of give a nice little natural cover. So that's a little tip for anybody there. If you mess up on the hat to do that and use your towel. Another really good tip is bring plenty of water, drinks and snacks. Hey. And in your collapsible cooler, right?
0: We love the collapsible cooler. Yes, we've brought it to the beach many a time, It's been on many road trips. It's a great addition to your beach gear for sure. Also pack a towel, not just a beach towel, but a Turkish towel.
1: We all have one. Mm -hmm. It's on our must have travel gear list on our Amazon storefront, we'll link it. I love them because you can fold them up so tiny, but they expand very large and they dry really quick. They're cute. And
0: sand doesn't stick to them like normal beach towels as well. They're amazing.
2: I really do like those. You know, when we first started talking about them, I was like, it's just a towel. What are you talking about? And then you get it and then you realize like, oh, shit, like it dries quick. It's very thin so that it packs well. And it's sand wicking, which is absolutely amazing. I hate a wet towel filled with sand. And then you need to use it on yourself. Solid, solid having that Turkish towel. Another one, bring your beach chairs. Beach chairs are great. You want to sit. You want to lounge. You want to be comfortable bring a beach chair.
1: There's a lot of watering hole type things out here in Austin Mm -hmm. and every time we go, we lay out our Turkish towel and
0: our tapestry and I think, damn, I need a beach chair. Yeah, it's like rocky. We got these ones at Costco and they're Tommy Bahama and they have like a little insulated pack on the back of it. There's a spot to hang your towel on the back of it as yeah. well. And they're just really comfortable. We actually got to try them out when we were in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Our Airbnb host had some and we're like, we want these exact same ones. So we, we got some. They're great. But another tip that we have for you is if you're bringing alcohol to the beach, a lot of the times alcohol is not allowed on the beach, so make sure you pour it into another container. Kim and I have actually seen a guy get arrested because he was drunk on the beach. And then some of the people that were watching the scenario were asking questions. The police officer didn't like that. And he was asking them, like, do you have alcohol in your cooler? It was like making them... They had an open can in their hands. Yeah. He was about to get them, too. I know. And then, like, made them pour everything out. Mm-hmm. So make sure you put it in your Yeti, your tumbler, whatever you want, but don't bring it out in its natural form. Yeah, if
2: you're going to do it, do it on the down low. That's the best way to actually do it and enjoy your time. Sit and relax. And when you're finding your spot in the sand, Avoid seaweed. It might seem tempting to get close to the water, but a lot of times, again, depending on the beach where you're at, that seaweed is gonna wash ashore. You wanna stay away from it because a lot of times you have the bugs, flies, and other things that are all around there, and they will end up bugging you and annoying your beach experience and making it not the best that it can be.
1: All right, diving right in, the first beach we want to talk about is Coronado Beach in the San Diego area. It's definitely the best beach in the U.S.
0: I'm just going to go out and say it. Really?
2: Rolling out on a limb right there, Brittany. Well,
0: you know, it holds a lot of sentimental value. Jamal and I got married at this beach, so, you know, that's why I say it. But it's located in Coronado. Coronado is an island right off the coast of San Diego. It's connected by a bridge. It's a beautiful white sand beach. It's a long beach as well and actually pretty wide. It's like a mile and a half long. And along the ocean front there are tons of beautiful mansions lining Ocean Boulevard. I'd love to have one of those home. Oh, my God. Yeah. And there's Hotel Del Coronado that's also on this beach, which has bars and outdoor dining. And in the winter, they even have an ice skating rink set up.
2: I mean, the Hotel Dell has a storied history, not even just in San Diego. I mean, really in the US. I think it is still the largest standing structure, like completely made out of wood, like in the United States. It's a Victorian era style hotel beachfront hotel, so it just is this beautiful icon of San Diego and even the west coast of the United States I dare say really
1: yeah a lot of celebrities and certain famous people throughout history have stayed there
2: oh yeah I forgot how many presidents it goes back but I pretty much think every president since the 1950s and US president has actually stayed at the Hotel del Coronado when they come to San Diego for whatever reason on official purpose even some royalty from the UK royal family have stayed out there, celebrities. They filmed a Marilyn Monroe movie there. I think some like it hot. I don't remember which one, but movies are filmed there. So very iconic, but beyond the Hotel Dell itself, the beach is amazing, right? It's that Southern California water, so it is going to be a little bit cold, but it's a nice, tranquil beach. It's not a party beach, really scenic. You can just really enjoy taking a stroll or putting your towel or beach chair out and enjoying a beach day at the Hotel Del.
0: It's such a big beach. There's such a lot of room to spread out and like enjoy the area. You don't feel like you're on top of each other at some of the other beaches. Yeah, I've walked along this beach and found tons of sand, sand dollars. Yeah, it's a great place to go see and dollar hunting.
2: So number two on our list, we're gonna take you from the west coast on the Pacific and we're gonna take you all the way East Coast to Atlantic. We're gonna to go to Ocean City, Maryland. Now, Ocean City, if you've ever been there, some might say it's a tourist trap in terms of the the boardwalk that they have and food and you know other types of attractions and maybe that's the case but it still is a fun city to go to but we're talking about beaches so with that ambiance in tote this beach i couldn't even believe how long the beach was (laughs) it stretched literally for miles and not only was it a nice long beach it actually had a good bit of length from the boardwalk all the way to the beach like i would wager to say almost another like 800 to a thousand feet of just like sand from the boardwalk to the beach, let alone miles long of beach. So you can find and post up in a spot on any hot summer day and really enjoy it. And like I said, some people may not like the flair that Ocean City itself brings in terms of its touristiness of attractions, but I think it added to the ambiance. Of making this a unique East Coast beach town and city. And I would put Ocean City, Maryland on this list, as we have. Great American beach.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of restaurant shops, hotels along the water. Not the water, but like the beach, because there's so much sand. And it has boardwalk. There's boardwalk food. USA Today rated it as one of the best boardwalks for food. And even National Geographic put it on their top 10 list of best beach boardwalks in the US. It's very well known. There are theme park rides and attractions, so there's a lot to do. Is it a tourist trap? To some extent, yeah, but there's a lot going on. So whether you're on a date, whether you're with your family, whether you just want to go a place and try some fried food because there's not a fare around, this is a good place to do it. Sometimes touristy
1: things are good when you're a tourist. Mm -hmm.
2: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And I want to reiterate, the boardwalk itself is maybe the most touristy about it but the beach itself is nice so if we're saying this don't please don't let it discourage you we're talking really best beaches and with that ambiance it may not be your thing but the beach itself prime
0: so number three on our list is the lake beach that jamal teased upon and it's sand harbor beach in Lake Tahoe. It's specifically on the Nevada side. This is where that Sand Harbor Beach is and State Park is. And it's located along the largest alpine lake in North America, which again is Lake Tahoe. It has the most crystal clear water and these really large boulders inside the water and these rock formations. On Instagram and social media, it's often looked at because they offer the glass bottom or clear bottom kayaks there where you can see like cool. the really clear water with the rock formations just making it really scenic so you can go swimming there kayaking paddleboarding i wouldn't really recommend swimming because lake tahoe is always really really cool i was just gonna say i think this might be the coldest beach on
1: our list
2: <laughs> yeah. it may very well be <laughs> unless we're talking atlantic in the winter or something you know up there in ocean city maryland But yeah, I mean, Lake Tahoe, it's an alpine lake. How do you think it gets fed from that snow melt that comes from the Sierra Nevada mountains? But rest assured, even during summer, it doesn't get excessively hot. Maybe there's a random heat wave that'll hit that area. But for the most part, summer's really gonna be the only time that you're gonna get in the water. But even just going out to the beach, setting up a chair, enjoying just the different scenery of a beach itself with that crystal clear water, and even going out and doing the kayak or paddle boarding so that you could actually see those boulders below. Lake Tahoe is known in general for being a very clear lake. This area here on Sand Harbor Beach is known to have some of the clearest waters close to shore. So you really get to see the lake bottom where it's at with those big boulders, and it's really cool.
1: I was in Tahoe once for 4th of July, and we went to this beach, and I did swim in it, and yeah, it's pretty cold, but it's not unbearable. You definitely can swim, and I remember there was somebody there from New England who was like, this isn't cold.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. It's all
2: relative, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly, all relative.
0: There's also a little boardwalk that you can walk on to check out the different areas of this park because it is a state park, and Jamal and I did that. We walked to like a more remote area, got down into this really cool boulder area, had the area to ourselves for a little while, were able to look at look across the lake. That was really cool. So there's more than just the beach there. There's little nature trails and things to explore. Jamal, did you get in the water
2: here? I did not. So ironically, when we had gone most recently... It was in June, which you would think is kind of a good time, start of summer. And it was. But ironically, at that time, it was an overcast day and a little bit of rain and drizzle actually did come in in Lake Tahoe for us. So we didn't go there to actually do swimming because we actually did hikes that day around Lake Tahoe, came to the beach to just kind of see it because it's been a while and really enjoy it. But we didn't lounge this last time that we were there. But I did not get in the the water. You know me with cold water. I'm not getting in. This is (laughs) more a a stand-up paddleboard kayak type situation for good old Jamal. And do keep in mind, like we said, it's a state park. So they do charge an entrance fee. It's $15 for out-of-state vehicles. If you have a Nevada plate or a Nevada resident, then it's going to be $10. So I guess if you rent a car in Nevada and they don't look at your driver's license and see the plate, you may be in luck.
1: Hey squaddies, let's take a quick detour to talk about our travel itineraries that we've created just for you.
2: We just launched several new international trip itineraries, including Tulum and Japan. This is on top of the itineraries we already have for U.S. trips like the Hawaiian Island of Kauai, the U.S. Virgin Islands, as well as national park trip itineraries, including Utah's Mighty Five National Parks and a week at Grand Teton and Yellowstone.
0: These fully built-out 20 to 30-page PDF guides are available for instant download on our site right now. Every detail of the trip is laid out for you, so all you have to do is download, book, show up, and have fun. The itineraries tell you where to fly into,
1: the exact route to take, where to stay, park entrance prices, where to eat, driving distance between attractions, the things to see and do, even the hikes we recommend, their mileage, and the time to allot for each one. And believe it or not, so much more.
2: Be sure to head over to TravelSquadPodcast.com to download your very own comprehensive travel itinerary today.
1: Beach number four, going up to Rialto Beach in Washington State. Mm -hmm. Pacific Northwest, it's also pretty cold up there so you might not get in the water but this beach was super cool, rugged, that really Pacific Northwest coastal rugged beach line that you think about.
0: Well, what's really cool is the forest really comes right up to almost the beach area. So you see the coastal forest and it meets the beachfront. And then in the water, you have those rock formations and sea stacks protruding from the Pacific. So super scenic. But also there was a day that we went and it was so windy. It was very windy. It literally knocked
1: Leah down while she was just standing there.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, what was unique, like you said, is even. And again, this isn't a beach Rialto beach where you're gonna really want to oh I'm laying out and swimming it's a beautiful beach for you to enjoy the different type of beach environments that there are here in the United States I
1: think people were surfing out there
2: they were but in terms of like oh I'm just swimming to swim it would be hard because even the beach is rocky I don't think there was really sand it was The bigger rocks that they actually have. So, again, that Pacific Northwest environment. But like you were saying, Brittany, how the forest just really comes up to the ocean itself. So there are some down trees there and some logs that are coming in on the Mm -hmm. surf and creating this whole Driftwood. driftwood. Yeah, this whole unique environment. I don't think we mentioned this, but this is located inside Olympic National Park. Like this beach is inside a national park. So it's really enjoyable. Again, not the best in terms of I'm actually having a beach day here, but one of the best beaches in America in terms of giving you true scenic beauty of different styles of beaches
0: number five on our list is pfeiffer beach which is located in california on the big sur coast jamal and i did this of january 2022 we went down and stayed in big sur did a big sur road trip and we definitely hit up this beach to get to it you have to drive down a very long narrow one-lane road and then you eventually hit a pay station so you do have to pay to park but on the beach they have an iconic rock formation called keyhole arch and it's a rock formation where there is a perfect arch carved out of the middle of it and you can see the waves coming and crashing through it and it's really popular in the winter months especially at sunset because there's a certain few months of the year where the angle of the sunset goes perfectly through the keyhole arch and it makes it for a really good picture. And so tons of photographers flock to this beach and this area.
2: Yeah, I really liked Pfeiffer Beach. It's again along the iconic California coast that is Big Sur. How many times have you guys heard us talking about Big Sur? Big Sur is beautiful. It's iconic. And it really is. And if you're going to stop at any beach along the way, Pfeiffer Beach really should be it. One for the very reasons that Brittany had just mentioned. But on top of that, that central California coast that is Big Sur is known for its like jagged sea cliffs. And so there really isn't a lot of beaches. It's just cliff and then the ocean itself. But here is an area where you really have true sand beaches. Then you have some of the rock formations out in the water itself. We even had our lunch and a little picnic out there, lounged a little bit. So this is a very awesome beach in the center of California on that iconic Big Sur stretch.
0: Some of the sand as you walk along the beach, you might see a purple hue and there's actually manganese garnet deposits running down from the hills. And so that mineral is turning the sand slightly purple. It's cool. Yeah, it's really pretty. I love
1: seeing beaches or mountains or anything in nature that naturally has turned like a rainbow
0: color. Mm-hmm. I love it. You know, I haven't been to a pink sand beach, but I would love to visit Aruba. Yeah. Yes. One of those pink sand beaches.
2: Well, we'll have to put it on the list. But this one is domestic American US, maybe international when we go there, that one will be on the list.
1: I realize in our list, we do have a lot of West Coast and we do have a little bit on the East Coast too, but we haven't been to a lot of East Coast. So I want to caveat that like North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Virginia, maybe they have nice beaches, maybe not so represented in this list. Mm -hmm. So as we explore more on that side of the country, maybe we'll do another episode here.
2: Yeah. And I'm actually kind of glad that you mentioned that. Good caveat to throw out to our squatties. However, the next beach that we are actually going to list is going to be in Florida, but this is going oh, to yeah. be in Dry Tortugas National Park, which is not on mainland Florida. It's an island out in the Gulf of Mexico slash Caribbean Sea. So even though we've all been to the beaches in Miami, or we all felt that it's such a cliche thing to put, they are nice beaches, this and that, but we want to give some sort of underrepresented beaches right because everyone knows miami beach and daytona beach for that matter in those areas so dry tortugas in the national park so it's located 70 miles off the coast of florida now if you don't know what dry tortugas is basically it's an old military fort that they have there it's a brick stone building they had civil war prisoners that were actually out there and a lot of other things but truly it does protect natural wildlife that is out there in terms of like coral reefs. It's called Dry Tortugas, so there are turtles out there. But we had an amazing beach and snorkel spot at South Swim Beach in Dry Tortugas National Park.
0: Yeah, just imagine it has crystal blue waters. You have the swaying palm trees, the soft powdery sand. It's truly like an island paradise. It's a great area for snorkeling. The only caveat, though, is you have to get to Dry Tortugas, and that is a mission in itself, but it's really beautiful, and I do highly recommend this beach.
2: And this area where we were at was actually really cool because it has the natural coral reefs, but also in this area, we were, of the many little islands that they have at Dry Tortugas, we were at the one that has the old prison and military fort. So they actually have old docking stations that were still there. So you can see the old wooden pylons that are now life to all the sea creatures and the coral that's growing on that versus the natural coral coming from the sand, and the rocks. So it created this whole unique environment. And again, beyond just the snorkeling, there really is a nice pristine little beach right there that you can enjoy and talk about major seclusion. It's hard to get out there and by that, you know, not a lot of people go, you either have to have a seaplane or there's only so many charters that go out a day. So you have this in great seclusion to yourself.
1: Oh, nothing is better than a beach to yourself. hmm That's nice. I want to get out there. So how did you guys get out when you went there? So we
0: took a big ferry. And so what was it called? It was
2: called like Yankee Doodle or something (laughs) like that. Something Yankee. I know Yankee was in it.
0: Yeah. And so they, it was like an experience to get out there. I want to say it took quite a while. It took a few hours to get from Florida and you have to leave out of the Key West. So not only are you in Florida, but you have to drive all the way down to Key West as a long drive. Yeah. So then from Key West, you get on the ferry and you go there. You have breakfast on the boat. Then they provided, provided, they dock, and then you can come back onto the boat for lunch.
2: Because there's no food or anything on this national park. I mean, you're literally out there yourself if you have your own boat. And the only thing on that island, at least the one that we were on, is the old brick prison military fort that they have. So they don't even have food or service stations. What so whatever Fort Jefferson. Something like that. They really yeah. have to feed so, you. I exactly. just
1: love experiences where they feed you or they give you drinks. It just makes it so much better.
2: Yeah. So we gotta enjoy the fort, gotta enjoy the beaches in Starco, come back on the boat, have lunch. Then they took us back. So all in all, it was about an hour and a half to two hours each way from Key West on that ferry that they took Oh out.
0: wow and so there's pretty much the only people there are the people that you arrive with on the boat other than that there's no one else there that's
2: cool we did see one seaplane come in though
0: yeah that's true so like a seaplane with probably four passengers that would be another cool experience a seaplane
1: seaplane. like landing on water i'd be kind of scared. yeah (laughs) they're small too well
2: when we go to alaska we'll probably have to end up doing that
1: (laughs) I took a very small plane in Alaska. I think it maybe fit 12. Oh, wow. From the Anchorage Airport to the Kenai Airport.
2: We had a few small planes on our Uganda trip.
1: They're a little sketchy. Mm -hmm.
2: They're scary if you think about them. (laughs) Absolutely. But why don't we get into number seven on our list?
1: I hear you pausing because you know this is my beach. Yeah, I was
2: waiting waiting for you to take it. This is your old stopping ground.
1: Mission Beach and Pacific Beach in San Diego. We list them both because they're very close together and they touch and you really can't tell like where's one star and the other. And they're just along the same boardwalk. And this is just a great, great Southern California beach. Now, if you think about Venice, which a lot of people know in LA, it's got a huge boardwalk, big beach, tons of people, vendors, all of that. Mm-hmm. And if you take it down a couple notches, you, it gives you kind of an idea of what to expect in PB. There's still a lot of bars, restaurants, people, boardwalk, tons of things going on, selling, but it's not
0: as crazy. It's definitely a good beach for people watching, that's for sure. It's
2: a good beach for people watching, and I would also say it's a good beach for families. It's a good beach for partiers. It's a good mix of everything without having to get too wild or too dirty. I mean, realistically, on the Mission Beach portion, You have the famous Belmont Park, which is a seaside amusement park. You have the classic wooden roller coaster just lining beachfront right there. Also, other sorts of amusements and entertainments that you have there. Then working your way up to Pacific Beach. You've mentioned boardwalk. It's not like a true boardwalk of wood, but it's actually paved. So there's a lot of bikers, rollerbladers, and that's all on the beach promenade. And guess what? There's shops and houses along the way, so you want to stop and have a cocktail with an ocean view as oh, you are yeah. going from beach, one beach to the next, or if you want to just lounge on the beach. So I feel like Mission Beach, PB, it's a twofer, but it really is a classic Southern California beach that has all that you need with excitement, but not being too crazy either.
1: It's a pretty long stretch if you were to go from like the tip of PV all the way to the end of Mission Beach mm-hmm. it's a few miles so you could really spend a lot of time out here It's great for laying out if you want to just sunbathe it's good for swimming I think July and August the water is warm enough where you could get in even you Jamal
2: Oh even me <laughs> and it's a good surfing beach too not that yeah surf living there but it is a very popular surfing beach
0: Fun fact I actually went to surf camp for a week on Mission Beach when that I was you get up on the board yes. And then you just didn't continue with wow. our passion. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, like one year, signed my brother and I for surf camp one week during the summer when we were coming to stay down with my sister. So every day we would like have little warm ups on the beach where we had to run and do like little exercises <laughs> And then we, like, practiced getting up, trying to get up on the board on the sand, and then they were trying to show us that in the water. I definitely got up a few times. My brother was a lot better at it than me. But, yeah, fun fact, I learned to surf on Mission Beach a long time ago. Wow.
2: Well, if you can't still surf, I wouldn't say you learned to surf. You attempted to you surf. You
0: learn something and forget it. <laughs> Basically, it it's not like riding a bike. And, you know, Jamal, you mentioned you can see people rollerblading here. And I remember like even when I was young, there was a guy and he's still there. Slow-mo. Slow-mo. He rollerblades all over the Mission Beach area. He's pretty much out there every single
1: day and he rolls very slow, literally. And if you've seen videos or pictures, it is like that in real life.
2: He's almost to Mission Beach and PB, what Bushman was to San Francisco. Rest in peace, Bushman. That was national news when he actually (laughs) had passed away. And if you don't know who Slow Mo or Bushman is, just go ahead and Google it. But nonetheless, number seven coming in hot on this list with a two for Mission Beach and PB. Probably, other than Coronado, favorite beaches in San Diego.
1: Yeah, I know we have two kind of San Diego area ones on here. But they're
2: such great beaches.
1: And we lived there for so long, you know. But I used to live in PB. And was like two blocks away from the ocean. So mm-hmm. I would come out here all the time. And I loved being able to just walk down the street, lay out for even 30 minutes and walk back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I miss that. Or Those
2: watch were... a sunset. Mm-hmm.
1: The sunset. A beautiful oh, West Coast oh, sunset. That will stop a population of humans in their tracks like a sunset.
2: And you can see them all stopped watching it on the Pacific oh, front know. right here.
1: Cars pulled over. It's a really, really great place. I think everyone should experience it.
2: Moving on, number 8 on our list is going to be McKenna Beach all the way taking you island life Hawaii.
0: On your favorite island Jamal in Maui.
2: Maui. Is that a hint of sarcasm on my favorite Hawaiian island?
0: Did you I like
1: so. this island?
2: Um or this beach? I did like this beach actually. I really did like it. If there was one highlight, that was Maui. It may have been this. Actually take that back. There was two highlights. That was Maui. This was number 2. Number 1 was the national park which is Haleakala Ma- National Park, top of the volcano. It's red. It looks like you're on Mars. You can see 360 around the entire island. So that was pretty cool. But McKinn is coming in hot at number two. And I would say that this was my second favorite experience. And I would put this beach on this list as we have because it was a really cool beach. You see those big pipeline waves coming in that you see is like stereotypical Hawaii. They were coming in hot here. Like I was almost like, oh, fuck, I don't know if I want to get in this water. Like These are like... 10 15 foot waves. there were surfers surfers. absolutely
0: yeah this is one of maui's signature beaches this is a long beach as well it's like two-thirds of a mile long and it goes into different beach areas but it's one of the largest undeveloped beaches in maui it's really calm and relaxing like on the sand front But we were trying to figure out where we were going to lay in the sand, and we thought we had a good spot until we saw all of the waves crashing in, and they were coming up really high because the swells were so big.
2: I mean, honestly, we were 50 feet back from literally where the waves were crashing, but when some of the big waves crashed and came in, the people who were sitting in front of us by like five feet, the waves came in and soaked their towels and everything and just barely missed us. And like, that's 50 feet back. Like, it was coming in hot. Like, mm-hmm. really, really cool.
0: Yeah. Some of the biggest waves I've ever seen. We were trying to take pictures, but, like, pictures never do yeah. need your adjusting. Yeah, why is that?
2: Even the videos didn't do it justice. Unless you have, like, a high-def camera or video camera that professional photographers have that are filming for National Geographic or Planet Earth. I mean, you just can't capture it. It was, like, We were blown away by the waves at McKenna Beach. Mm -hmm. But beyond the waves, a great, beautiful beach also.
1: You know what's funny about beaches is the moment when you get down into the sand and you're trying to find your spot. And you're just moving around and you're like, maybe over there. And you get there and maybe you put down or you find a little better spot. And it's like, when you find the one, you're like, this is the one.
2: This is the spot. (laughs) It's like it calls to you.
0: Yeah. It's the same feeling every single time. (laughs) <laughs> I know what you mean. And then it, you always have that wonder, like, how close should I be to other people? Where is a good spot to go to? Yeah. I hate when somebody comes and they put their stuff like
1: right in front of you. Yeah. <sighs>
2: but yes. yes. McKenna Beach is one of two things that saved the Maui trip from being a major disappointment.
0: Well, it must be a good beach then. <laughs> well, we're going to move on to a beach that I know you like, Jamal.
2: Oh, I didn't it's like. Number... I loved.
0: It's number nine on our list. It's Maho Beach in the U.S. Virgin Islands. It's located on the island of St. John and it's a gorgeous white sand beach and it's famous for the sea turtles. We've talked about it in several episodes but there is a seagrass bed right near the shore and so you can pop in the water even from the shore you can see the turtles pop their little heads up for air and then go back down. We got to just like Snorkel and follow them around for a bit. We even saw one chomp down on a jellyfish, eat its lunch. But that was really cool. Was it on the beach when it was chomping?
2: No, no, no. In the water. Like in the water, we were swimming with it, and then jellyfish rolls up, and then it's like, oh, here's a jellyfish. Let me just wow. eat you a little bit here.
0: And the sea turtles, they have a little bit of, I don't know, like algae on their shell almost. And so they have these sharks that follow the, these baby sharks uh-huh. that follow them around they attract small fish and so they like wait to eat some of the stuff near the sea turtle. So they have like friends. Aww.
2: I don't think you mentioned it. You said it was on St. John, but Maho Beach is within the National Park, Virgin Islands National Park. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice protected area, really beautiful beach. And I absolutely enjoyed it out here at Maho.
0: Yeah. And the beach is long. So there's a lot of space to spread out, but in terms of like how much sand there is from the shore to the road is actually really short. There's not a lot of...
2: It was like 10 or 15 feet, wasn't it?
0: It was a little bit more, like probably like 15 to 25. And would it be made smaller by the tide coming
2: in? Potentially. Yeah. But we went a couple times to this uh, because we spent a week in the Virgin Islands and we went to this beach a couple times and I don't think it really loses too much because of the tide, but it's one of those things from like... The the parking lot area, it's such a little narrow strip of sand, but it's a nice long one. So it creates an even more unique environment. And you'll for sure see sea turtles out here. You can go and swim, try to find it. Or what we actually did a couple times is you just sit there in our chairs and you can see the turtles popping up for air. And you'll I see their that. head come out and it's like, oh, there's a turtle. Let's go fucking swim to it. And you know exactly where to go. You start following this one for a while. It'll meet up with another one. Then they'll maybe yeah. swim together or separate. Then you follow the other one. So you can literally spend the whole day just turtle watching here at Maho Beach.
0: We spend a lot of time turtle watching. That's for sure. And what's great about this beach is it's a family-friendly beach. The water's very calm. It's And it's not super crowded. And there are a few small shady areas as well. But this was, I think, one of my favorite beaches to visit in the Virgin Islands, and just kind of in general. Below Coronado, though, of course. (laughs) Our 10th and final beach on our list is Hollywood
1: Beach in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. One more East Coast beach for you. There you go. We loved this beach. It It was gorgeous white sand, powdery, clear, no seaweed. The waves were Mild, So it's easy to swim. The water is warm. I love this beach. And I we kind of stumbled upon it because we were just looking for somewhere to eat our public sandwiches.
2: Oh, yeah. All and right. working way to the Fort Lauderdale airport because we were flying out of there, not the Miami one.
1: But I wish we had more time to just lounge and relax and swim. I could have literally just spent a weekend in this area.
2: And well, it's one of the things I know I said earlier in this episode, you know, like Miami Beach, we all know it. it's crowded. It's beautiful. Right. But cliche in the sense of like it's just going to be thrown out. Same with Daytona. It's known for spring break and partying. Hollywood, maybe to like locals, but even tourists coming. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't think, yeah, let's go to Hollywood Beach in Fort Lauderdale. It's not one of those big name ones, but it's sitting there right between those locations. And it's a lot more mellow, beautiful, like beachfront properties and... Promenades that you could stroll, getting food, drinks, etc.
0: It was really long. Yeah, it was like two and a half miles long of beach there. And
2: I love when they're paved, and you could bike or rollerblade and do all that type of stuff along the beach, not on the street. But they actually have that area that acts as the boardwalk. That's paved with concrete it's like one of my favorite things
1: we couldn't necessarily find any like shower station right (laughs) so we did have to go into some
0: random yards and find a hose to rinse our feet off there was like was it an apartment building i think it was yeah it was like a small apartment building they had outside of it a hose and kim and i were like well this is gonna have to do so (laughs) you just like turned on the the water spigot and rinsed our feet but yeah it was, it was worth the stop.
2: For really sure. good beach. Definitely worth the stop. Travel and Leisure ranked it one of America's best beach boardwalks, right? So it has that type of notoriety. And I'm not going to sit here and say it wasn't popular, but going back to what I said of like the other Florida beaches we talked about, I feel like this one to an extent is a hidden gem of sorts and probably yeah. not popular for tourists.
1: All right, here we go. Questions of the week. <laughs> And we actually have a few good questions this week. First one coming in, is the stingray shuffle a real thing? I don't even know what it is. Have uh, you heard of it, Jamal?
2: I think I have, but I'm not too sure. Is it the way that you enter water to make sure that you don't step on a like stingray or get stung? Isn't it something to yes. that effect?
1: Enter or exit the water. If you're in the beach, you're walking out to the ocean. Some beaches are known to have stingrays. Um, In fact, some in San Diego. Mm -hmm. And so instead of picking up your feet and walking like normal, you just drag it along the sand so you don't accidentally step on one and get stung and, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. die. So you
2: kind of like kick it in the bottom, really, if you're dragging. You kind
1: of stub your toe on it instead of stepping on it and getting stung. And I actually did use this once. You know, you you hear about in San Diego, which is why I'm surprised you've never heard of it, because people do throw it out all the time. Out of the beach,
0: because Jamal doesn't like beaches.
2: I don't just like beaches. It's just <laughs> big. The water in San Diego is cold. It's nice to that's go. Sweet. Yeah, it's nice to enjoy scenic-wise, and that's why we put those San Diego ones on the list. Am I getting in there swimming? No. Am I going to go in these tropical locations like Hollywood Beach, Maho Beach, all that stuff? You bet your ass I'm getting in the water.
1: And there's more to do at beaches than just swim, so I'm glad we acknowledged those beaches. Yes. But the stingray shuffle, so one time I was out at Black's Beach in San Diego, like north San Diego, and I went out to pee, and I was out there probably up to, like, my knees in the water, like, I guess starting to make my way back, and I looked down, the water's clear, and I see stingrays everywhere. Oh, wow. Like, all over, and it just clicked stingray shuffle and i just start shuffling my way back as fast as i can and i made it out unscathed but that was the most scariest thing i've ever experienced i'd be scared too yeah totally and then i hear people talk about it all the time seeing a bunch of stingrays at that specific beach
0: really okay well good to know maybe i'll drag Jamal to that beach we can check out the stingrays do the sting stingray mm-hmm. shuffle mm-hmm.
2: well thank you for enlightening us and our squaddies on the stingray shuffle because that is news to me. But I, I thought I knew what it was when you asked. And I was kind of close on it.
1: When I? you need it, you need it. Exactly. Store that away.
2: Our next question coming in from one of our listeners. They're asking, what's an international beach that's on the top of your list? Ooh, good question since we talked about America right now. But there are mm. some international beach destinations that we definitely want to go to. We kind of said ruber earlier yes. for the pink one. Uh, but that wasn't on top of my mind until we said that, but that's kind of there.
1: Also in that Caribbean area, there's a pig beach. I would love to go to that
2: one. Oh, that's the oh, one in yeah. the Bahamas, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. where they have the wild pigs. they're so cute. I hear they're aggressive. They'll bite you and do all sorts of things.
0: I'm there to feed them. Like, I've heard get a them, lot of don't things. Don't get bit. Like I heard people w- were feeding them alcohol, making them drunk, Aww. and was, I know, like, that's having problems with, with that, which is really sad. But um, I would love this one with a little piggy.
2: I think that would be fun too. I know I, I said that, that they. One. I know I said that they could be aggressive, but I would still do it. But Aruba, I've mentioned that because we kind of brushed upon it talking about it. But realistically, for me, probably beach location, I would say Maldives mm. or Seychelles. And if you don't mm. know what Seychelles are, it's basically like the African. It's basically the African equivalent to the Maldives. So instead of the Indian Ocean, I mean, part of Asia, these islands are part of Africa. And I would even say like scenic wise, maybe beauty rivals really what you see in the Maldives. But the Maldives are built up more for that type of tourism, overwater bungalows, things of that nature. But Seychelles high on the list That's for beach nice. location.
1: I would love to go to Positano in like the southern coastal area of Italy. So gorgeous. Yeah, it is a really gorgeous
0: area. I definitely want to go. From a yacht, even better.
2: Very nice. <laughs> Came all about that yacht life.
0: There's a place in the Philippines called Coron, and it's really scenic. It gives off like Thailand vibes almost. Water's super clear, beautiful. A lot of those sea stacks with protruding from the water. But they have some of the best beaches, snorkeling. And I. De- we've been to the Philippines, but we didn't make it here. And I want to go back to the Philippines and go here.
2: Well, the location that we were at, El Nido, Coron, is actually really, really close to it. We probably could have gone, but we, for whatever reason, time-wise, didn't. And again, we were traveling with Brittany's mom and family, so a lot of factors played into it. But I would definitely go back here, too. That's actually a really good one that you threw on there with Coron.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought so.
2: Yeah. that's And you see a lot of the Instagrammed, like, Philippine locations. I wager to say 75% of them are Coron where they're going into those, like, crystal clear, like, lagoons and beautiful beaches.
0: Yes. But I do want to visit a pink sand beach. And I know we talked about that a little bit. Uh, I don't know where. There's, like, some in the Bahamas, Bermuda... Indonesia, I think there's like seven in the world. So I'm gonna find the best one and go there. We've been to white sand beaches, black sand beaches, green, we've been to the green sand beach. So, you know, I've gotta hit up all these colors. So pink's next, I guess.
1: Alright Squatties, Well, you have your summer plans ahead of you, thank you so much for tuning in to our episode this week. Keep the adventures going with us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, at Travel Squad Podcast, and send us in your questions of the week.
2: If you found the information in this episode to be useful, or if you thought we were just playing funny, please be sure to share it with a friend that would enjoy it too. And as always, please subscribe, rate and review our podcast, and tune in every Travel Tuesday for new episodes.
0: Stay tuned for next week's episode. We have some more amazing adventures and tips in store for you.
2: Bye, everybody. Bye,
0: everybody.